0: Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the international best-selling book called We Don't Die: A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And today on the show, I get to introduce you to the fabulous Brandon Beecham. Brandon is the host of the Positive Head Podcast, which is consistently ranked in the top five spirituality podcasts worldwide on iTunes in an effort to regularly elevate his listeners vibrations he passionately explores the ultimate nature of reality and conducts interviews and discussions with some of the world's foremost consciousness change-makers five days a week in fact Brandon interviewed me on his episode 499, and I'm delighted to share him with you on our episode number 206. You can find out more about Brandon and listen to his amazing podcast by visiting his website, which is positivehead.com. Brandon Beecham, a warm, warm welcome to We Don't Die Radio.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I Greatly, greatly appreciate the opportunity to connect with you again and to be uh, on the other side of the mic here is nice as well.
0: Yeah, it really is cool. We had such a great conversation when I was on your show. And then I just wished everybody I know could listen to it. So I think this is the best way to get to interview the interviewer because you're a big deal (laughs) in the world of podcasts.
1: Well, I'm I'm a big deal in in my mother's eyes for sure, Aww. and um <laughs> and yeah, you know it is. It's it's such a great thing to to uh, you know flip you know flip the coin, so to speak. We all play so many roles in our lives of you know sometimes we're the parent, our student, uh, sometimes we're the teacher, sometimes we're the parent, sometimes we're the child, you know. And so it's it's great to just wear different hats and kind of kind of do things uh, slightly differently from time to time. Yeah.
0: Well, what I found and I know it holds true with you is you've found something you're passionate about and you so freely give <clears throat> and have these inter- great amazing interviews with people that really enlighten and inspire people and and they people can't help but share them because i you know, i've listened to several of yours and they're so yeah inspiring they make me look at my life and you know so i don't know i think naturally things grow like that and it's no wonder you're you know consistently up in the top five of podcasts i mean it's really well done my friend
1: Oh, thank you so much. And and congratulations to you on all the success of of your show as well. And of course, why I wanted to reach out to you. I I love what you're doing. I love this topic. That is your theme. And it's one of my very favorites. And uh, so, you know, when I first came across your show, I was like, oh, I've got to reach out and get you on my show. And, um, you know, and I think you touch on something interesting saying you you know uh, the success comes. Any successes comes from really being in alignment with your your higher purpose and what your your soul set out to do, I would say. And I feel like I've definitely found that to some degree with doing, you know, I do an interview once a week and then um, four days, you know, those are released on Wednesdays and then four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, it's just me, you know, taking a question from the audience or whatever's bubbling up in my own life that I feel like is a theme of something that would be good to talk about. And that, that I think is really resonating with a lot of people because it gives them something to latch on to you know as i like to put it it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration uh it's one thing to sort of understand a lot of these concepts but Really rewiring our neural networks and really, you know, uh, swimming in the vibrational pool, so to speak, of, um, you know, that which we want to see more of. And and so, you know, I I do it first and foremost because I need it and uh, definitely uh, a student first and teacher second, but uh, in a way where I'm sort of sharing that with the world simultaneously. And that seems to be really uh, connecting. And I love I love that, you know, helping anyone in their journey is the most rewarding thing. I'm sure you'd agree. That you can oh, experience. No
0: doubt. I was just thinking, I saw Mike Dooley, uh, do his presentation once and he was talking about, um, our GPS in our car. And it's so great, you mm. know, when people can dream about visiting places and then they can, you know, put it into their GPS in their car. Uh, but the one thing they need to do is, is take action, like actually start driving. And I think so right. often people are, get inspired, but what you do is, you get people to take action, you know, daily action in their lives. And that's what makes a difference. So it's not about just having the dream. It's about fulfilling the dream. So that's why I think not a bad thing for people to visit positivehead.com and start listening. But anyways. <laughs> anyway. let's talk a little bit about you before we get into uh, talking about life after death your favorite one of your favorite topics um just give Definitely. us a little of your a backstory you know where where do you come coming, sure, coming from sure. this evening well we're recording this yep. on an evening, but yeah, yep. where's home for you
1: where's home? Well, currently home is in Costa Mesa, california uh Orange county, just uh about forty five minutes outside of l a towards San Diego uh, I was born and raised in Virginia. So I sort of uh, slowly made my way across country, went to college in Tennessee, uh, and then just sort of slowly made my way, uh, you know, across country. I, when I was in college, I formed a band and, you know, I sort of had one of those moments where I really started having my own spiritual awakening. I was raised very conservative Christian. Uh, You know, um, I went to a Christian college, Uh, I was a little too much for them, and uh, they, very politely asked me to leave at one point for wow. doing things that I I really shouldn't have done. I mean, it was, you know, it's a very strict school and, you know, I got caught with having my girlfriend in my room. Isn't oh. is the main thing. Yeah, yeah. I know what a crazy crazy kid I was. And so um so I ended up uh leaving there and about that time I had an experience uh, with someone who was an intuitive who who demonstrated some psychic ability to me, hmm. and I was just fascinated by what I was seeing. you know it was um, it was such a fascinating thing to to um, you know behold and so that really got me opened up to uh, exploring you know some of these concepts and uh, I started reading a lot of things I started um, my um, one of the first books that I read was all about out-of-body experiences, which isn't so far removed from near-death experiences and right. things like that, right? right. And, uh, you know, I came, I remember distinctly telling my brother what I was reading about, and uh, he kind of looked at me like I was crazy, still very much under the influence of, of what we had been born and raised to sort of believe is the nature of reality and what was going on and, and things like that. And so, me coming to him and saying someone could have an out of body experience or astral projection, you know, was just crazy. He's like, you know, what have you been smoking? And uh-huh. I told him, I told him basically, well, you know, here's the thing a lot of people are claiming, you know, we were never taught, we weren't ever taught about this. Thousands of people claiming similar type experiences. And Um, so, you know, one of the ways people would talk about doing it was through meditation, inducing an out-of-body experience. The other is through lucid dreaming. And from, from there, you know, he said, you know, well, you sound a little crazy to me, Brandon, but this lucid dreaming you're talking about. Uh thing which you know becoming aware in your dream that you're sleeping knowing that you're actually lying there in bed and uh for those who aren't familiar most probably are listening to this but um he said that I can resonate with I I did that as a child so anyway by talking about it and bringing this whole idea up and I was like well great if it ever happens to you again say you want to leave your body and you know buckle up your seatbelt according to all these accounts I'm reading and sure enough just by talking about it 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 triggered it happening to him. Again, So he goes from wow. one day kind of making fun of me for believing that this is possible to the next day looking like he's seen a ghost because in his dream state, he became lucid, remembered our talk, said, OK, I want to leave my body, had the experience of leaving his body, standing outside of his body, looking at himself lying there, you know, moving his hand in front of his face and seeing, you know, energy trails and uh, basically having an experience that, as he put it, was as real and vivid as our normal waking reality. Yes. And so it was a really interesting thing for me to first kind of, you know, open up to this stuff, start exploring, have someone very close to me who I know wasn't, you know, sort of BSing me and was a was definitely uh, a, a sort of a non-believer up until this moment. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of opened me up. And, you know, from there, I just, as I continued to read more, it was just all I can guess is it's, you know, it being a big part of what my my life path is, it just the information just resonated so deeply. And some of these ideas about, you know, the all, pertaining to the ultimate nature of reality and the oneness of all things. And, you know, some of these concepts, they, they just started really resonating. And from there, I got very passionate to talk about it and. I would talk to anyone who would listen about it and people would either look at me like, okay, you're crazy, crazy or, or, uh, that's very interesting and go about their daily life. And so I was an island for many, many years. But, you know, as, as I'm sure has happened to you, you know, I started having some very interesting experiences as I had my own awakening and certainly getting some glimpses into, uh, who and what I, a role I would step into and knowing that at some point this would, Feeling very deeply, as did many others, I would read about that there would be an awakening that happened that this would become more common knowledge, and I'm really watching that take place now, and as I've sort of stepped into a role helping to facilitate others uh you know expanding their awareness and consciousness and mind simultaneously it uh it's you know I went from years and years and years of you know like I said, kind of like an island talking about this stuff and passionate about it to now I have friends and make new friends all the time. I'm connecting people with people like yourself and other amazing consciousness change makers who all are like, you know, on the same wavelength. And so it truly has been just a wonderful uh, journey up to this point. And uh, that kind of brings you to where I am now. And, uh, you know, I've been a serial entrepreneur Most of my life and had some very interesting experiences with manifestation and, you know, creating successful company that was, you know, saying setting the intention to manifest something that ended up, you know, one of the ink and ink magazine is one of the fastest growing private companies in the U.S. And, you know, having the hero's journey of then losing it and bouncing back and all the things that come with you know, uh, getting your sea legs uh, in 3d reality. I I've definitely it's had a roller my fair share. It, yes, it's it a roller coaster. Yep. And so that's sort of where I'm at now. The, the show is, is a, is a big passion and I have entrepreneurial ventures that I'm, you know, involved with that I'm very excited about. And a lot of, um, the, the future looks, looks quite bright and the journey has been a beautiful one. And that's really the biggest thing is learning. The path is the goal. The you know, get as someone who's such a doer, and um, some people maybe struggle with the um, execution of projects and things. I've been the type of person who's maybe worked very hard on. A rearranging 3d reality and to, to fit what I want. And now I'm, um, as I, as wisdom, you know, I feel like I'm getting, you know, uh, wiser with each passing day, hopefully in year and month. And, um, I'm learning to, uh, and this year, especially, I feel like moving into a state of, Getting into the flow more Mm -hmm. and less trying to rearrange external circumstances, because once you understand there is no out there out there, it's all a reflection of your internal state. You are uh, you know, it's almost like a geocentric. I have a geocentric view of reality as in we're all. Um, the center of our own private universe and I'm a reflection in your movie and you, you know, you're the lead director, actress, you know, all of it. And I'm, I'm a reflection of your consciousness and vice versa. And I'm in my own private universe where it's, you know, everything I'm seeing and everything I'm bumping up against is a reflection in some way. It's, you know, everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. When you start playing with some of these concepts and ideas, I always tell people, just be open-minded, listen to some of the concepts, apply them for yourself, and you know, see for yourself. Because once you do, you start realizing how powerful we truly all are.
0: Oh, and we certainly are. I was having a, a bad day a couple of days ago. Some um, unforeseen things happened that I had to deal with that I was not happy about. And then it hit me, right? And in just one second, like I could choose to be victim or I could choose, like I created all of this for mm. me to grow. And so it was so interesting because I, I threw away the hat of victim and I just went into like, I'm responsible. So standing in responsibility, what did I choose to do? I got pulled the emotions out of it, do what I knew needed to Mm -hmm. do with integrity and like made things happen and and they happen really fast like great things happened out of it but it it all depends on how we look at it you know so Uh, so uh, it's everything
1: it's perspective is everything and if you know if you can understand that the the lump of coal is always a diamond in disguise Mm -hmm. and you approach it from that it's like "Hmm, why instead of this is happening to me why is this happening for me is the question, why is this happening for me? And also understanding it's not only happening for you, it's happening through you. And when you can bring that awareness to your challenges, you have a whole different trajectory in, uh, you know, and how they play out from that point forward. If you see it as a lump of coal and you beat the drum of it's a lump of coal, it, guess what? It's going to continue to be a lump of coal. If you if you bring that perspective, hmm, why is this happening for me? I'm here to sort of in and, and what we find is those those challenges, those fears, those negative, quote unquote, negative experiences. There's always a gift hiding uh, beneath them when we when we move through them in this fashion and it becomes an, an amazing amazing thing to carry with you into any and all um, all experiences and challenges and we all know 3d is full of them
0: right so oh gosh yeah before we go too far down this rabbit hole that I know we're gonna go down the ultimate I know and I'll of reality take you down at- we can I'll go. I'll take
1: you there quickly.
0: Yeah, that's no problem. But <laughs> I want to just, just, as the title of my show is We Don't Die, I'd love to hear from you uh, just some of your beliefs. And maybe, I know you've interviewed people about, um, you've had some mm. great guests on, including Dr. Eben Alexander and many others. But can I ask you your thoughts about the afterlife and, and why you believe that we don't die?
1: Yeah, well, um, as you mentioned, it's such a fascinating topic to me. Speaking of, you know, I think of my brother who I referenced a minute ago. It's his, he is like obsessed with this topic. So I told him about your show after our interview. I was like, you got to check it out because he's just <laughs> fascinated with this particular topic. And um, I as well. And, you know, Dr. Alexander was one of my favorite guests. What a fascinating um, insight. And he's been on your show as well. Correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's it's. Like I said, at the end of the day, when I have applied some of the concepts about the ultimate nature of reality, and 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 seen for myself, and gotten the feedback that I've received, and had created the abundance and the success and the health, and overcome challenges and all the things from you know firsthand application, um, it has really led to the same story over and over and over again and that is we're we're eternal beings we're not human beings trying to have a spiritual experience we're spiritual beings having a human experience yes there is so much evidence of you know people having recollections of uh, past life experiences or you know the way i view it is it's you know past is sort of relative to this dimension because There's no time, I would say. So if there's no time, it's all happening now. We're in the eternal now. So we're just uh, currently tuned in to the moment that is you and I recording this this Mm -hmm. interview. Right. And so my fifth birthday party is happening, you know. On, on another channel, somewhere I'm eating uh, incredible Hulk cake. I can I can still remember. <laughs>
0: and so it,
1: uh, you know, it, it's just a matter of tuning into, you know, so even what we would view as past and you know Earth timeline, the 1700s, let's say, it's actually just happening on another channel that is, you know, in linear time in the past. Um, but ultimately, it's all happening in the eternal now. And, uh, so for me, just, it just, it, 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 it's sort of like the math adds up on everything else that I believe. And then you take all the, all the evidence and there's so much of it. And of course we're not hearing it on the nightly news. No. We're not seeing it in the, and you know, it's not being taught in the school system. I mean, it's very obvious when you look at the system that we've been indoctrinated in, it's none of this stuff is. You know, maybe in the East you've heard more of it, uh, some of these ideas of reincarnation and that sort of thing. But there's just such an overwhelming amount of evidence when, when you look at it. And so, you know... You know I don't know if that's that's a the, the best answer, but really that is that is my answer from just for really and, and I think all of it comes down to faith to some degree for for everyone at some level um, once you really explore and at the end of the day, I think that's all any of us have is what you know we can look to teachers like there's so many wonderful teachers and other people's stories and accounts, but you really, at the end of the day, have to examine what is my own inner guidance telling me? What is my own? And then you have the people who've had those firsthand near-death experiences and so forth. I have not, but I don't feel like I need to either. It feels so like matter-of-fact to me that this is how things uh, work. And of course, once you can relax about uh, you know, I heard someone talking about it recently death and the whole concept of death. And they were like, hold on, you mean uh, I'm going to cross over and merge with all that is become more powerful have more recollection and experience infinite love and I'm supposed to be fearful of this like <laughs> it really takes away the sting death is a is is you know to be born to this dimension I believe we there's a certain mini death to where we came from vice versa when we leave this dimension we're there's a mini death to this you know 3d experience right but at the end of the day the ultimate is no no death just different once again varying perspectives on uh it's sort of a sliding scale of of how how source i say it's got we're god guiding this is how god experiences herself by individuating putting giving you know herself amnesia forgetting who and what it it really is so that this can mean something and then oh let's slip in more awareness and then see how that changes the experience and that's what i think we're all having here it's like as more awareness slips in it changes the quality of the experience that we have we could look back to maybe our parents or grandparents or great-grandparents where there was no maybe awareness of you know some of these spiritual concepts and as a result that that um, experience that they lived out was a different one yes. and it's all equally valid it's just different vantage points uh when you have eternity and there is no time <laughs> you want to experience it all i would say
0: yeah and i think one of the reasons i'm excited to talk to you too is um we spoke about this a little bit before i started recording is you know we hear and if if you're a listener of this show and you've been so many people have written me brandon that have listened to all 205 so far this is 206 when you hear enough of these stories and like i've studied almost 20 years of these stories of the afterlife plus 200 hours of talking to people so i believe okay great so what do i do with this information how you know there comes a point where it's like okay i believe i'm an internal soul i believe my loved ones are still around but then what is my life for you know, so I love that we're talking, and I'm ready to take your hand and go down the rabbit hole and talk about whatever we're gonna talk about because it it's I want to empower yeah you, me, whoever's listening right now, our listener, grateful that you're here too um to live the best life today the live the best life till we close our eyes that final time on planet Earth,
1: right. Right, no, and that is the that is the million dollar question, right? <laughs> well, okay, now I know. Uh, you know, I'm I'm one with the source that creates and animates all things. Uh, I'm floating in eternity. There is no time. What do we do with it? <laughs> and uh, you know how how do I how do I act next? And one of the greatest things I think for people to um, understand is is first off that once once you get that, it's like. <sighs> I can relax. There's nowhere you have to be. No. There's nothing that you have to do. You are l- perfectly imperfect. This is all by design. I don't believe there's ever been a mistake in all of eternity. And that's that's tough for some people. And, and I understand that. But that is truly, I believe we're always getting a reflection of a vibration that We've previously offered. So, if you want to know what you'll see tomorrow, look at what you felt today. So, there's nothing you have to do, nowhere you have to go. No one's waiting to judge you. You know, there is balancing because anything I do to someone else, I'm doing to an extension of self because the consciousness that animates my form is the same consciousness that animates your form, mm-hmm. I would say. The separation between us is an elaborate illusion. And so hence the idea of karma and you know, it's just balance. It's like you're do you're always doing it to self. So what do you do with this? What do you do with this knowledge? How how do I act next? Well, first off, you can understand and take and own the empowering idea that you are it you are one with the source that creates and animates all things and that is so empowering because so many people feel cut off and disempowered and how do i move next how do i create the circumstance in my life that i want to see and and they don't realize how it, it, it all starts from within because it's all uh, Everything, like I said before, there is no out there, out there. That's all showing up in your movie, your circumstances, your relationships, your job. It's all showing up as a reflection of a vibration that you've previously offered. You know, I said, I'm going to be very wealthy. I'm going to create a successful business. And I was living on my friend's couch. But I believed it enough where I put enough energy into that idea where I manifested the company in an industry I never foresaw myself in but things aligned and I followed the 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 breadcrumbs if you will uh-huh. and uh, it led to you know achieving what one in 10,000 entrepreneurs do you ending up as one of the fastest growing companies in the country and and all these things, and I did that not because I'm smarter or better than anyone. I did that because I just remember I started remembering how empowered I am, and that's really what I'm here to share it with everyone. Is if I can do it, you can do it. And and I'm just using that as one example. I mean, a, a job or career is just one small aspect of who and what we are, right? And so the way, the best way I put it, Sandra, is if you think about it like this: so time is an illusion, right? If you shoot me in outer space, bring me back. A day later, I'm a day older, and you've been dead a hundred years or whatever it is. That's People right. have seen the movie Inter- seen the movie Interstellar. That's based off real science. Wow. When they're on that planet and the wave hits them, and um, you know, five minutes passes there and twenty years on our planet. That's all based off real science. So we know Einstein proved you know that th- this is a true concept. Time time is, is is illusory. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you understand that he also said, you know, our whole reality is illusory, albeit a very persistent illusion. Um, and so once you understand that time is illusion now, where does people, then it kind of freaks people out. People are like, well, okay, so I have no free will because it's all already happened. Right. Well, um, here's where it gets interesting from my perspective. I say our life plays out at the corner of free will and destiny and what do i mean by that well yes. source god higher self whatever you your soul whatever you want to call all these these different lenses, the sliding scale we view through. You slide up the scale at some point and look through it all being one. And a lot of people have had those experiences during near-death experiences or using plant medicines or meditation or holotropic breath work where they merge with it all. All they've done is slide back up the scale from, from whence they came, right? Now you slide back into the 3D avatar that is Brandon or Sandra or the listener. And So what, what is, what is the choices there? If it's already happened, well, where can I choose? Well, what I would say is source, higher self, God plays out every potential you can think of and those you can't. It's infinite. It is, it plays out. It has eternity and unlimited resources and abundance. And, you know, no time, no time. What is it going to do? It does everything. So, you know, I think back to my first experience when I I mentioned sort of my initial awakening. And a lot of that was triggered meeting someone who was intuitive. Then I actually decided after meeting someone who's intuitive, intuitive, I'd get a psychic reading. Right. I was very intrigued by that. So I sat down in front of this woman randomly, you know, just decided to go one day. And she said, oh, I see you in a cold place like Chicago working in business. Now, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. She was in like a mall or something. And I was shocked that this woman just called out. What my plan was after college i was going to go work for my uncle who had a consulting firm in chicago in business she called it out and i didn't tell her anything about it wow. then she said hmm, but she said but there's this whole other path for you in california and music well little did i know and what ended up happening and you know she asked me if i was involved with music i said no not really but i love it well a year later Especially as I went further down this rabbit hole of if I could do and be anything, and it's all an extension of self, and I have unlimited abundance at my disposal, what would I call in? What would I create? Oh, I'd love to make music. So I formed a band. Then I met someone from California who said, oh, my gosh, you got to have your music in California. Me and the band ended up visiting out here. We loved it. We moved. So what was she seeing when I was sitting in front of her in that moment? Well, someone with intuitive gifts, and we all have them, of mm-hmm. course, uh, but some are more, some people are born to be Michael Jordan and some can make a basket from time to time, right? Right, right. Or, and then there's others that work out the muscle really hard and get better at it, right? Yeah. So in this case, she was, she was good. And so she had tapped into the potential Brandons based off of the moment in time I was sitting in front of her. So- You know, based off of that moment, what two paths was I resonating most closely with that she perceived through her, you know, her intuitive abilities? And so she saw these two paths and both of them were very, you know, one was actually more pertinent in my vibration at that moment. The other came you know, maybe a year later that I made that decision uh, to, you know, form a band and, and and go this whole other path. So this is what's wonderful is, you know, your life plays out at the corner of free will and destiny. It's all already happened because there's no time. So it's destined. But free will in the in the in the aspect of you get to choose which version of you you want to experience. What I would say is you want to experience the greatest and grandest version, the one that's the most rewarding, right? Yes. Well, the good news is you've already you've been there, done that and already got the (laughs) T-shirt. So, uh, you know, because there's no time. Right. So our whole job becomes your number one job is to manage your vibration. You be it to see it. You get in. Most people do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy. Well, it's actually works in reverse. You be it you know, be happy, you'll find yourself doing and having the things that make you happy more and more, right? As one example. So you get into the vibrational uh, pool, if you will, start swimming in the vibrational pool of what you want to see more of. And this is what calls it into your reality. This is how you play with higher self. This is the game it wants to play with you. You meet it halfway by getting into vibrational alignment, practicing, you know, small rituals are great ways to give energy to things. You think of, you know, we think back to, to witchcraft or any of those things. What were they doing? They're just drumming up energy for stuff, right? It's law of attraction. It's like, you know, we're tension goes, energy flows. And so we can do the same kind of thing, any kind of ritual spending, you know, it's why I do the show five days a week. It's a daily conscious effort to drum up vibration, drum up the vibration of what I want more of. And talking about this stuff for me is the best way right now. I'm in a vibrational state that's different than when we started because I'm resonating with a certain frequency and we know of course that we're all people who would ever look at this from a scientific perspective we're all vibration like the particles that make me up are ninety nine point nine 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 percent space we you know when we zoom in they're actually not solid at all they're vibrations popping in and out of existence mind you (laughs) and so fast they're flickering like like a movie does, right? You're, you're popping and flickering so quickly it appears solid, but really it's all a light show and you are the creator of that light show. So the question becomes, you know, what, what movie, what version of you do you want to watch next on your, on the screen that is your life?
0: Mm, I love this because, you know, I feel that we all have this inner critic, this voice, this. Gods can be so often nasty and negative. Trying to say no, we've got to be able to see it and hear it and touch it and smell it and taste it for it to be real. And to right. do any kind of research, um, I love the movie "What the Bleep Do We Know?" <laughs> but when it talks about things to our tiniest particle, all we are is vibrating energy. We took a little t- itty bitty camera and put it into one of our atoms that's making up one of our cells it would not be able to film anything. There'd be nothing there, just vibrating energy. Right. So uh, anyone who's listening right now, because I'm, you know, this happens to me all the time, is my mind starts thinking, oh, now, come on, this seems far out. Well, I think it's designed that way, that we are not always 24-7 supposed to remember who we are because would the game be worth playing?
1: Right, right. I think that's a great point, And it's one that, that really, you know, a lot of times people will have sort of their their own awakening and have a lot of times they get into that heightened vibrational state as their awareness is expanding. And by getting into that heightened vibrational state, they're getting, you know, uh, they'll then call in experiences that are, you know, uh, magical experiences or synchronistic experiences yes. or paranormal experiences and things like that. And then what happens is sort of, the, the ebb and flow of 3D reality. And, um, you know, what happens is it's, it's, it's a spiral, right? So we sort of, we, we get high on this information in a sense, but then, you know, our vibration starts to lower again. And this is sort of a natural ebb and flow. Um, but it, it's sort of like if you look at a stock chart or something like that, you may see it going, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down. But over time, if it's a healthy, if it's a healthy Uh, Company, right? It's it may be up, down, up, down, up, down, but over time it's going up, right? Right. Uh, slowly going up. And so, same thing with us. You know, I would say we're it's your reality, your experience is a spiral. So don't resent when things sort of start coming back down to earth and your vibration gets lowered. A lot of times, then what can we we've got to be careful with is we'll get once we become aware of all the stuff, then we start. If, if we ever have those down moments, we start beating ourselves up. Oh, I'm being negative. I should know better. Well, what does that do, right? Not what fair. you resist persists. Yes. It makes you worse, you know, and it makes it, it keeps you, you know, understand. Once you understand the process of uh, being human and more and more of how it works, this is part of it. The part, part of it is you're going to have tremendous ups. You're going to be brought back down to earth sometimes. You're gonna you're gonna head back up again. You're gonna be brought back down to earth sometimes, but trust and love the process, and this allows you to move through those valleys. and And, and the more gracefully you move through a valley, the higher the next peak that comes. I would say.
0: Well, and I think some of those valleys, and even some of the most gut wrenching, terrible, horrific times of grief and sadness, I can't help. But look back on some of the worst times in my life that caused the best things in my life to happen
1: yep beautiful, beautiful point yeah it's like I was saying earlier that the lump of coal is a diamond in disguise yeah. all of you it's there's always a gift waiting behind the challenge or the fear or the trial whatever it is and, and when you can bring that awareness to your experience, you know now what do you know if all of this is correct you know that you're an eternal being that's always been and always will be change is guaranteed uh the the challenges are blessings in disguise and uh you know what do you really have to uh stress about then there's nothing you have to do nowhere you have to go the reason source is doing this is because it can <laughs> and it's a way for i would say for 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 God to know herself, right? Because if it's all love and it's all one, which it is from one per, the ultimate perspective, I would say. But that becomes meaningless if there's no contest, t- context, no contrast, right? right? So you need to have the one of my favorite books. Sandra is um, a book by um, uh, Neil Donald Walsh. Uh, called The Little Soul in the Sun. Most people oh, who hear that name. I have think, that
0: book. Yeah. It's
1: so good, isn't it? Yeah. So he wrote Conversations with God, which is amazing. And one of the first books that I read that really helped open me up. And, you yes. know, but The Little Soul in the Sun is so beautiful because it really explains the human condition. And, in in, in the way a children, a child can understand. And we're all, let's face it, we're all sort of children on this journey into the greater uh, mysteries and the cosmos and eternity. And it's all like, we're like babes in the woods. Right. So I feel like it really resonates. And, and, and I recommend anyone to read it, you know, whether you have children or not, uh, especially if you have children, read it to them because it will give them the perspective, you know, and just to sum it up that there's a little, uh, light you know all these lights make up the sun and it is they're all perfect and beautiful and divine and equally brilliant and one day uh, one of the curious lights wants to have, have a different kind of experience than perfection it wants to experience forgiveness the idea of forgiveness which is completely foreign because who to forgive in this perfect kingdom right. and so he starts this this conversation with the the sun which all the lights make up the sun and the sun being sort of the god figure right the, the collective merged together and uh, th- this interesting conversation arises between this little light and in, in the sun and the sun says ah you always were the adventuresome someone i knew you'd come up with this one day and i have the way for you to do it i have the method for you to do it uh, b- you know i'll put you in this this uh, on the stage and you know this uh, Created construct and but it will require one of your fellow lights to to basically lower their vibration so much that they forget who and what they are in order to do something for you to forgive. And, you know, another light steps forward and says, I love you so much. I'm willing to do this thing. I'm willing to lower my vibration. Forget this place. Forget who and what I am so that I can. Uh, convincingly do this bad thing to you so that you have the opportunity to forgive. And all I ask in that moment is that you remember me for who and what I am here because I will have lost myself in this process. And I think it's, you know, and that's me summarizing the story. It's, it's much more eloquently written in the book, but, um, you know, it's such a beautiful It's one of those books that brings a tear to almost everyone's eye I've ever shown it to because I think it resonates with the core of what's going on here. You know, speaking of Eben Alexander, he said one of the things he learned on the other sides, those people who challenge you the most, who are the villains in your story oftentimes are part of your soul family and those that you're the closest to that are playing a role and have actually suffered to play that role so that you can have the experience of forgiveness. And, you know, I have... Someone in my life I, I think of who, you know, I have a lot of synchronicity around my birthday and um, very interesting story around that. And this person, his child's mother has my birthday. His grandmother has my birthday. This person that did a you know big betrayal in my life. And um, so it was for me, it's it, it brings awareness. He may not remember. He may be lost in the illusion, but I remember who and what he truly is. And, and I can I believe that this is actually happening for me, not to me. And then now as a result, you know, I can see the benefit of that trial, uh, by taking on this perspective and it has, uh, you know, it just changes everything when you can bring this awareness as to what's playing out the dramas that are playing out on the world stage all across the board.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. I'm just thinking of, you know, my mind is flashing to people past and present and, People that have wronged me and all that, but just that they've got that spark, that light, and they did me a favor, you know? And it's so easy to go down victim mode or to go, hey, Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me that about myself. Thank you for whatever, you know? That's really neat.
1: Yeah. And you really upgrade yourself in this. It's like you pass the tests. You know, um, you you pass tests where you know uh, you you get this challenge. You take the high road. You do the most loving. You know, my favorite quote, Sandra. You know, uh, John Lennon, "Love is the answer. Love is the answer." Now, what was the question? <laughs> and uh, I, I love it because it truly is. It's it may sound like a bumper sticker or cliche, but it's so true. What would what what would love do now? What is how? How do I bring as much love and perspective to this, um, to this experience, to this challenging experience as I can? And by doing that, everyone, you will literally just Sort of rip through the challenges that are queued up for you, and what's on the other side of those? A gift, a present. You, you, you expand into the next greatest and greatest version of yourself, where you allow more good in, allow more abundance, and it's uh, and you couldn't have that experience without the challenges. So it's it's absolutely that is wonderful.
0: the simplest thing ever. Love is the answer.
1: Yeah, it really is. I mean, it couldn't get really, more
0: simple. I don't think doing yeah, it different story, but. Look- yep yep exactly and
1: and that's the thing it's one thing to know all this stuff and it's another thing to apply it and to to uh you know uh just continue to and it's the, literally the 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 reason i always say it on my show the reason I started the podcast is like i need this we teach teach best what we most need to learn i believe and yes. so you know, I need this first and foremost. So by drumming up the vibration, what am I doing? I've, I've heard these things before, but I couldn't wait to be on your show to talk about them again. Yeah. Why? For the benefit of the listeners and myself, because I'm just burning this into my soul. It's literally, as you talked about, what the belief do we know? It shows you the science of how your neural network is being rewired based off of these beliefs. One of my other guests and favorite guests, um, Dr. Bruce Lipton. You know the wow, biology of you talk to him. I, I, yeah, he is so cool. I highly recommend you guys to go check out his book, or if you want a quicker download of. Of His wisdom, especially those of you who are scientifically slanted, check out um, on YouTube if you search biology of belief, uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton. It's about an hour talk. He's standing up on stage and he literally just shows the science of how your beliefs create your reality. And, and, and you know, when you tie in some of these ideas to science and, and you it's, it's covered from all bases.
0: Oh, and for our listener, just beneath this episode, in the description, I will have the link to that biology of belief. So, and uh, the link to Little Soul in the Sun and everything else, what the bleep do we know, all these great things. Because I, you know, I'm the same way, Brandon, I can't have a bad day and then call you to record a podcast and still have a crappy day. It's like, wait a minute, there's a little reminder who I am, what my right. life's for, and it feels good.
1: It does. It does, and that's and when you when you understand that that is what we're all here to help each other do. It's like there's nothing there. You, I believe you'll always find your. You know, a lot of people are looking for their life purpose and yes. are even concerned about those things. If you can relax about it, one th- I can give you one hint: it will involve service in some way, uh-huh. because. Why you you get what you receive? Why? Because you there are no others. So whatever you're giving, so it always oh. involves service. In some way because you're always giving to self, and there's so really from That's the highest perspective, there are no there cool. are no selfless acts. You know there are no selfless acts in a very good way. It's the good kind of selfish. So you're you're going your your highest calling is going to involve service in some way, and it will be. It will always come right on time. Your job is to manage your vibration, not go out there and try and force something to happen. One of my favorite teachers, Osho, says, uh, don't just do something, sit there. And what is he getting at? He's getting at, quit trying to rearrange 3D reality with all your actions. Get yourself in the right vibrational state. Then take action or follow the breadcrumbs or turn over rocks and listen to your intuition as you feel compelled and this is how the the game becomes you know i've heard it said sandra and i i believe there's probably some truth to it that it's notorious on the other side how it's a well-known thing how difficult souls or oversouls or higher self whatever you want to call it how um how challenging it can be linking up with its human, right? And so, so they're in alignment. And that's really our job on this end is to get into vibrational alignment with higher self. And how do we get into vibrational alignment with higher self? Well, we, we bring on the perspective that higher self has. It's what is God or higher self or source? How does it look at Challenges the same way I believe that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm viewing them from this sort of perspective, I'm bringing all these perspectives to my experiences. I'm in alignment with higher self. So now it can it's communicating, it we're merging, it's becoming me and I'm becoming it. Now there's a clearer channel of communication. It's much easier to for it to nudge me and say, "Oh, I feel compelled you need to go to this event. There's something there for you." Uh, they, you know, whatever. We don't need to now try and figure it all out with our limited perspective, our limited mind. Instead, we start working with a higher intelligence that is seeing the whole chessboard and all the moves. 10 steps ahead that you could never see so it's where you get into alignment with this and it just makes your life move into a state of flow instead of a a state of force
0: you know i love that you said that Osho quote i've never heard that before don't just don't do something sit there (laughs) yeah isn't it great (laughs) it's fantastic because i mean we're oh god we're like the little hamsters on the wheel just keep For moving, sure. moving, moving, but we're not getting anywhere, you know. But when we can stop, right. that's when we can get in touch with our higher self. That's when we can look at life through the eyes of God or the universe, you know. That's when we can try on love is the answer, you know. Oh, but now here's this demon that I think we have all met at one time or mm-hmm. another. That demon is fear. What do you have to say about fear?
1: uh uh-huh. False emotions appearing real. <laughs> Forget everything and run or yes. face everything and rise, right? So here's what I think about uh, fear. I think fear is, a. this might come as a shock, a great gift. So it is what's hiding behind fear? Well, anyone who's been listening probably knows what I'm going to say, a gift. So it's it's there waiting. It's, you know, I think back to a friend who told me? Uh, actually, he was on my show a long time ago. He he uh, produces a an event called Lucidity Festival, and I go to a lot of transformational festivals that are sort of uh, a lot of music and art and workshops and oh, uh, sort of Bernie Br- Man esque. And so this is kind of in that in that vein of festival, and so many beautiful souls and you know spiritual seekers and gathering together and so he produces a a, a wonderful event in Santa Barbara California called lucidity festival and uh interesting enough you know of course he has a lot of lucid dreams and he's actually one of my first interviews um if you go back into my archives but he he told me the story of how he would dream you know all all the time of these archetypes the the um the, the old hag you know kind of character and it would fear you know this would be a fearful repeating dream and then he it started happening very frequently like a a wolf character in his dream and he would see this wolf and it would you know gnarling teeth and drool and like a werewolf so more than a regular wolf just super you know struck his heart with fear and it would come racing at him in the dream and he he would wake up out of you know terror and after this dream repeated over years one time in his dream and of course someone who has a lot of lucid dreams he's uh, you know seeing this wolf and here it comes running at him and this time he decides he's going to face the wolf he's going to face the fear right and the wolf it comes and charges him it gets to him and they just uh they just uh, basically embrace one another and he starts the, the the wolf then starts dancing with him. And as he's like, it's like drooling and on his shoulder as they're dancing and he's laughing because really it was, it was a farce. It was, it was a big farce. It was just there as you know, and beyond that was he had this celebration and reconnection with his fear. And so a lot of times your fears are just, we, you know, we're eternal beings that have been journeying on this incredible you know, um, trajectory through, you know, what I believe we sort of signed up for, you know, at some point we said, okay, we're going to, we're going to play the 3d game. We're going to play the physical reality game. And that game spans over lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes. And here's, here's, you know, the tools think of it like a video game. I'm going into the game. Here's the tools I start with. And here's where I want, where I win it. Right. right. And, uh, we're somewhere in that process of a game that, God wanted to play right and so um and along the way we've picked up all kinds of residual energy and 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 experiences that lead to fear and sometimes it may be a fear from your childhood that's coming back sometimes it may be a fear of something that happened in a previous life and you can't quite understand why you have this this fear but one thing that's been shown even speaking of life beyond you know this life um I'm sure you've you've um read some of the books, um, oh, what are they? Um, is many lives, many masters yes, one yes, uh, where, w- yeah, where it shows, you know, people who go and they have these, I think that's the book. I, I might be confusing it with another where, um, people have these fears and phobias and things that they can't get over and conventional medicine has tried to deal with and no, to no avail. Then they go back and under regression, and they remember the life where they drowned at 35 years old, and you know they they live through that, and then release that fear of it happening again, and then the phobia poof disappears. Right. Um, so it's you know I think we've picked up a lot of things in our journey in 3D in this life and beyond, and um, when we can understand that they're truly you know, is the, the very famous saying, there's nothing to fear but fear itself, right? right? And you can approach the, you know, forget everything and run or face everything and rise. I believe we're going to ultimately have to face them. Otherwise, they're going to just keep coming back around in different forms. But when you can trust and you can put trust into source and you can trust that you're going to make it through and you're going to come out the other side, even if you lost your physical life, it's okay, you know. You can't ultimately lose and you can you can move into that trust and face your fears from that state of knowing you're going to find a great gift is there waiting for you on the other side. So that's sort of my my two cents on on that topic.
0: Oh, I like it. And who doesn't like a gift?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I saw I saw a license plate earlier that I smiled at and, uh, you know, Maybe it was for this purpose. Maybe it was a synchronicity leading up to this this moment because it hit me as so funny, and it was like, "Hmm, that's an interesting uh, license plate." And you know, now it really has relevance. The license plate was always Christmas, so it's always Christmas. There's always a gift in every day, and that becomes really the the challenge and and gift in when you can bring bring that awareness to the present moment, even the mundane tasks, maybe that aren't instilling fear, but even worse than fear, mediocrity and, and mundane, you know, you know, that my job is, you know, this low vibration thing that I'm drudging through. Well, if you bring, you you be it to see it, right? You want to see more, you want more excitement, you want a more exciting job. Guess what? The, the way to get to where you're want to go next is through where you're at now you're perfectly where you need to be to get to the next greatest and greatest version of yourself so you bring that excitement you bring that vibration that energy you find the joy in the little things because i'll tell you this every moment is as, as divine as any other moment ever has been or will be our job becomes to find the beauty in those moments even those mundane moments and then things come alive and things you didn't notice before and by doing this, this is how you move through and actually call in more easily uh, viewable, uh, exciting experiences.
0: Oh, I love it! I love the be it to see it. Uh, it's another simple thing, but but doing it, you know. An example: I had a, just a ton of paperwork that I had to do yesterday, and I was procrastinating like you wouldn't believe. And um, so I just started playing this little game: like I'm just going to do one little thing. And I was happy about that one little thing. Well, one little thing led to two little things. And then all of a sudden it must have been my vibration raised because in the last two days I've accomplished so many things that I have been putting off for months, but like super fast.
1: Mm. So, you know, that's funny you bring that up. Yeah. I just did happen? an episode with I just did well, I just did an episode with um, where I shared a clip, which I'll do from time to time. One of my favorite teachers is Esther Hicks uh, or Abraham, if you're familiar. And I just love the wisdom that, that she shares, that they share. And um, and she talked about, she called it the Swiss cheese experiment, where you, <laughs> if you have all these things where you're very overwhelmed with what you have to do, Punch a hole in, in a paper, make it Swiss cheese and lots of holes, and then write the little tasks over each one, and then just kind of go over each one of them after you've laid them out and kind of do a vibrational check, right? Which one do you feel like you could do? You've broken it into bite-sized pieces, and which one feels like it's easy to do? Oh, you as you kind of are scanning over them, mm-hmm. all the, the possible tasks you could do, and you've broken them into much easier bite-sized chunks. Oh, this one seems easy. I can do this. and you do it. Now like you said, then you go on and you do the next one. Maybe then, maybe later. But what what is interesting, once you have that little win, you vibrationally think about it anytime you finish, you know, anything, it's like that that seems like daunting. You come you start it beforehand, you know, I think of homework as a child. It's like it was much worse the anticipation of doing the homework than actually doing it. And then when I was on the other side, you feel this great you know, you, you feel this rush of, um, you know, satisfaction and yes. accomplishment. So if you make it e- instead of saying, I've got this big task and then you're telling your, your brain, your chemistry, your vibration, that you're only going to feel good. If you complete this giant task, you make it lots of little wins that you feel that same, same rush, vibrationally speaking. And so it allows, it's kind of like a a, a hack to sort of help you uh, to, to be incented to continue down the path because it starts feeling good and then you know once something is in motion in a particular direction it's more easy for it to continue in that, in that direction.
0: Oh, and I also had the experience that like somebody was helping me along with it there's a book I can't remember the author but it's God will work with you but not for you. So like if we take a few steps in the right direction it almost felt like I was being lifted and helped and like I can go to bed tonight, Brandon, feeling just this huge sense of accomplishment. Even something that I'd put off for like two years, I got done. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so we only have a few minutes left, my dear. Not that we have to rush, but I want to be mindful of time. Yeah, doesn't it, though? Um, But, (laughs) well, first of all, a little plug for your show. I mean, this has just been a great conversation for me. And you have... Oh, my God! Five hundred hours of episodes, something like that, you've got quite a bit so much good things about uh oh just really thought provoking things on positive head podcast, so I really recommend people visit positivehead dot com go get to know Brandon and get more of this. But with the last few minutes, what would you like to share that you haven't, or is there something you're passionate about that oh, I did never mention this, or the floor is yours, my dear.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, if I could get anything across to the listeners here today is to first say congratulations for for making it to this point in your own evolution. The fact that you're tuning in out of all the things that are coming at you, bombarding you for your attention, all the fearful programming. I mean, you can go and watch you know, it doesn't you don't have to go far. Go to the nightly news. There's so much stuff coming at you that you can focus on. Right. And what I would tell you, you know, congratulations to to making it to this point where you're curious enough and you care enough about your own vibration, whether you consciously are aware of this or not, that you're you're feeding yourself with this sort of information uh, that Sandra's putting out to the world and that I'm so lucky to be able to to share that experience with her today it's a huge accomplishment oftentimes we're so hard on ourselves for what we should or shouldn't have done and to make it here is huge not only for yourself but for the collective for the world um so you know when you understand that so you're you're helping the collective just by by managing your own vibration in this way and for that you deserve a big big applause and uh so you know I, I want to just really say congrats to all of you for, for making it to this point and to also go easy on yourself on a go forward this is you know this is a, the the path is the goal right yeah. the every moment is as divine as any other moment so there's nowhere you have to get there's nothing that sources Perfectly imperfect. It's perfect right where you are. So relax about. You'll never get it all done anyway, right? Wherever you accomplish what you make, you'll open up into a new plateau of opportunity and sources infinite. So you'll never get it done. The journey is the goal. Relax into your life. A little bit more relax about all the judgment and self judgment. You've, you've done an amazing thing to make it to this point. You're not only helping those in your immediate vicinity, you're helping everyone vibrationally because as you grow, the collective grows. So that, that is really the biggest thing that I would say. And just remember, if you're ever feeling overwhelmed by your circumstances, the, the good, the good, good, good news is, you and only you have the power to change it, and that comes from within, from managing your vibration. If you want to know what you'll see tomorrow, look at what you're resonating with today. And if you can start practicing things to uh, uh, to to lift your vibration and manage your vibration, whether tuning into this podcast, another podcast, reading a book, watching Esther Hicks, as I talked about, you know, whatever it may be, um, these things—it's like soul food for. You know, it's soul food, right? And so, managing your vibration, making small choices. Don't say I've got to have the perfect diet or the perfect body. And if I'm not there, I'm a loser. S- small, small wins. I'm going to make one small thing today. Start tracking when you do those things. Focusing your energy in a, in a way where you give yourself that rush of accomplishment and uh, appreciation. Because one of the biggest obstacles, Sandra, I believe, is people. Um, you know beating themselves up right they, yeah. they get on this path and then it's like I should be doing better and I'm comparing myself to him or her and you know what you're your own unique emanation of source on its own unique trajectory back to merging with your source from where you came so relax into it give yourself a break you can take a deep breath there's nowhere you've got it you've got to go you get to go and do all kinds of things but you don't got to do anything and just being you is enough that would be my my last little tidbit to leave you with
0: oh it's so beautiful and juicy and we are so hard on ourselves aren't we I think it's part of our dynamic to look at what's undone but take a piece of paper and write down all your successes take a piece of paper write down all the things you're grateful for those could be some things about raising your vibrations oh Brandon thank you so much for being our guest today
1: Oh, such a pleasure, such an honor to connect with you and your listeners, and uh, I look forward to uh, connecting in 3D at some point. Oh, it'll I'm sure happen. it'll happen. Heck it'll yeah. It'll happen, and I definitely look forward to it, and certainly, uh, you know, having you back on the show uh, at some point as well. And thank you, thank you, thank you for for all that you do and uh, for letting me share that experience with you today.
0: Oh, and ditto to you. Um, And again, I I know I'm a fan of Brandon's, but I've got a whole bunch of episodes to catch up on uh, of PositiveHead.com. Go to PositiveHead Podcast, and there's a reason it's one of the top podcasts in the world uh, right now because it's just so great, and it all starts with you. And so I thank you. Really thank you, Brandon. Uh Yeah, I'm so happy. And for our listeners... Oh, did I interrupt
1: you? No, I was going to say much love to you and oh, all the yeah.
0: listeners. I'm feeling it. Love is the answer. Um, but for our listener, yeah. thank you for taking the time to listen. And as always, you can go to we don't die dot com and check out all the past couple hundred episodes. Be empowered. It does make a difference to be able to tune in to something. And it'll make you feel better. It'll raise your vibration. It'll put you on a good track for the day. Don't feed into that that mind that can be so tough on ourselves, really, truly. Uh, and I also want to remind everyone that we have a Facebook group now, which is We Don't Die Listeners. You can simply type that into Facebook and find us. And it's just a, a community that we can talk about all this stuff. And uh, so I would love to see you there. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain. I've been your host on We Don't Die. Don't Die Radio, and I, too, believe that life is an education for the soul, and that your life here on Earth is important. So, really want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.